What's up, everybody? Welcome to KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, Ariel and I are talking about how real estate agents are fooling you with their statistics. Enjoy. Okay, let's get to it. All right. Uh, so today we are talking about um, statistics, but a very specific statistic. Days on market. Do you want to, or D-O-M. What is D-O-M, Ariel? Days on market. Explain. <laughs> how many days a home is on the market? So how many days it takes to sell a house from when it's first listed to when it's sold firm? What I want to talk about is the bullshit statistic. Right. So here's what I found out. The real estate boards. Well, hang now on. I haven't. All right, go ahead. I haven't confirmed it with every board in Ontario. Okay. But the ones that we predominantly use, and there's about 12 of them, all have what's called CDOM. So not just DOM, not just days on market, CDOM. Actually, no, sorry. We're not only, sorry. I might have been a bit misleading there because yes. I'm not only talking about days on market. We're talking about. We're going to we're gonna transition into it. Yes. You fucked up. I fucked up, but this is a good transition. We're going to talk one to, area that's been fixed. We're gonna we're gonna talk about list to sale price ratios. Right. So when you folks out there see a home selling for a hundred percent or a hundred two percent or ninety eight percent of asking price, that's what we're gonna talk about, and that's the bullshit statistic. So, anyways, the boards across most of Ontario, as far as we know now have what's called CDOM, cumulative days on market. What that means is, we'll use the scenario, if you listed a property for $2 million and in 30 days it doesn't sell and you decide, that you and your realtor decide that you're going to take the, is that this bugging is really you? bugging me. I swear you have some kind of ADHD it's undiagnosed. Robbie, why is this on the wrong end? <laughs> why is what on the wrong end? Well, you don't have one. It must mean it's on the other end of your cable. Or maybe it was removed. No, everything's labeled. I'll try not to pay too much attention to it. <laughs> the good news is, folks, if you're a client of Adrian's, just know he has a very high attention to detail. <laughs> yeah. And is extremely efficient. Just don't ask him to remember anything. Yes. Um, so CDOM, cumulative days on market. What that means is if in 30 days you did in fact relist that property from $2 million down to $1.9 million, the days on market does reset for that specific listing, but it also tells you how many days in total across all of the listings have um, how many days it's been on the market. The only time it resets is completely is when a home is off the market for greater than 60 days. So if you take a home off the market this winter. So that's what I was going to ask. So that's how it works. Correct. I was not so, aware of that. So if you, you know, December, middle of December, you, you take your home off the market and you say, okay, we'll wait till the spring which a lot of people are doing right now, by the way. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It'll get rid of some of the inventory. If you relist it in March, you have a brand new 
days on market statistic for that property. Does it make a difference? Is that the only variable? Like what if two different brokerages list within a shorter period of six days? It still counts towards the original days on market? That is a good question. As far as I know, it goes by the address, more specifically the PIN number. And the days of that in between list. Correct. Interesting. So that that's um that's a good thing they fixed that because that was very deceiving. But that's fixed at the real estate board level. So if people are out there interviewing real estate agents, there's no real way um that you know for certain how they're calculating their numbers. Or if they're even real numbers. Right. And that's what kind of we're going to talk about today is all of these bullshit real estate statistics. And I know there's even some people on our team that are very statistic minded, statistically minded, right? Like they like numbers. They like to see what percentages, how much the averages are and all of those things. I say use it with a grain of salt because it's merely a very broad guideline. Can it give you an indicator on the market? Sure. Having said that, to your point, if you're interviewing three or four different realtors and they're telling you, here are our stats, the significance of those stats are weighted much lower than they used to be, first of all, because of all the variables in the market, especially if you have a unique property. But let's talk about the list to sale price ratio. And just on that too is when when you have um, an agent telling you stats. I have an, an example, a story of this where there, you, there's no way to govern this, and there's very little. I would put very little weight into what they tell you unless they have supporting evidence. There was a, a good client of ours who uh, was. Um, selling a pro- well, interviewing agents to sell a property. We had dealt with them on two previous occasions. And for this house, they interviewed three people again, and they hired us again. And they told us that um, when interviewing another prominent local realtor, that realtor, without being prompted to uh, say anything or being told who else was being interviewed, they pulled out a sheet with, I think there was like three other agents on there, or teams rather, and and they told the homeowner how many houses each team had sold. And for us, they threw out a number like 16. Like it was really low. and But in actual fact, it was closer to 80. Um, at that point of the year. At that point, yeah, when they were doing it. I'm like, that's crazy. And Because he asked me, he's like, hey, have you only sold 16 houses or whatever? And I'm like, no, where'd you hear that? So um, I don't know where they got their stats from or if they were – incorrect stats they pulled from somewhere or if they were intentionally um, making up numbers to build a, a better story for themselves. But Well, for, for our team specifically, the numbers like that, if you're pulling statistics from the real estate board, they're going to be very skewed because the two of us, either one of us or both of us, and it's there's no rhyme or reason. It's just our admin staff, the way they load the deals into the system. Right. It can the deal can get registered under my name or your name or both names or even somebody else on the team. So we don't really care about those statistics. No. And a lot of teams especially do. Like how many times you're completing a transaction 
and our trade desk that processes all of that paperwork is told by the other brokerage, please register that deal under X, under Adrian Trot. Right. And every deal gets registered under Adrian Trot. Right. So we we don't really care about that because again, statistics. Right. Know, they're they're all skewed. So my yeah, my point there is just don't believe anything unless they have proof. Well, would that be considered proof though by some people, right? Like if you come out with a printed copy from the Oakville Milton Real Estate Board. Or go to the source. In that scenario, which he did, it's like, well, then you can verify information. Right. But if you didn't know him and already have a relationship with him, he may have been left thinking, oh, that team only sold 16 homes and it's June and- What are you guys doing? I thought you were better than that. Yeah, that's true. And then the other team, meanwhile, is saying, oh, we sold 50. Right. Anyways, moving on. Okay, list to sale price ratio. Here's what it means. You list it for, going back to that scenario, $2 million. It sells for $2 million. That's 100% list to sale ratio. What did you list it for? What did it sell for? as a percentage. Here's where the numbers get skewed. Unlike days on market, where there is a cumulative days on market statistic. Actually, by the way, for those of you using House Sigma, and I'm going to give them a shout out because their app is really good. They are a brokerage, so they are technically competition. And their mission is to get as many people to sign up for this app so they can send you, so they can solicit you, try and get your business, whether it's for a purchase or a sale. I do think when you're on that app that they do a kind of a sneaky job of misrepresenting the true listing agent because you have to scroll all the way down to the bottom. It's there. All those websites do. It'll just say in fine print you know, presented by or listed by, I don't even say the agent. I don't know if it will. It'll always just say the brokerage. Right. Which is required by the Real Estate Council of Ontario. But here's the thing. You go onto those apps, you don't realize who the listing agent is, and they're just trying to capture your information to get you as a client. Anyways, it's a great app. I know a lot of our clients use it. From the perspective of data, like having access to information. Yes. And they do have some great information. So when the home sells, it actually, if you are a registered user of their app, you have to be a registered user. It can't just be public information. You can identify, you, you can look up what a property sold for. It'll also tell you how many days on market and as a percentage, what the sale to list price was. So again, cumulative days on market takes all of the listings and tells you this this home was on the market for 63 days. What it doesn't tell you when it comes to list to sale price ratio is the original price versus the actual selling price. Well, and that's even hard to gauge. I don't know how they could do that because the original strategy may have been, okay, let's price it at 
let's let's say the homeowner thought it was worth one point one million. Then and they thought, okay, well, let's price it at nine hundred, hold offers, see what happens. So they do that, it doesn't work out. So then they reprice it at one point two, and that doesn't work. So then they list it at one million one fifty. Right. And so it's like, how would this system go in? And I guess it needs to go in and find the highest price. Cause yeah, that's, that's a good do you point. You know what I mean? Like, that's hard to gauge. There's a property here in town. I won't mention it. It's a bit of a quirky property. It has been listed probably seven or eight different times. It's not in front of the microphone. Jeez. Is it, is the house blue by chance? I won't say what color it is. I had somebody asking me about it the other day. I won't. I won't make any comments. I am not taking another ethics course by talking about something on this podcast that I shouldn't. May or may not be blue. But <laughs> could be yellow. Could be yellow. No, um, it's it's a home that clearly doesn't have a wide market audience. But at this point... I don't know how many days it's been on the market, like a long time. So I didn't find out. No. And <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't know if there's one realtor or multiple realtors that have represented the property. But no, don't 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 even go there. It's still on the market. <laughs> okay. As of this recording. Okay. But you obviously think that you know which property I may or may not be referring to. Matches your hat. And no, it's darker. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's been the variance of price, and we're talking like, call it a million dollar home. Well, has, you, maybe, maybe not. Right. <laughs> Someone thought that. The range point. has been, I think, a $600,000 range. Let's list it high. Oh, Nothing. Okay, let's list it really low. Oh, nothing. Let's list it in between. Oh, nothing. Low again, high again, low again, really low. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Just fucking take a match to it and claim insurance. Yeah. So, but to your point, that does happen, right? Yeah. Especially in changing variable markets. And where at, at the end of the day, what's important, and the reason you, we want to know these stats is, well, two reasons. One, it may be... Uh, you want to get an indication for what to expect in the market based on what you're listing at and what buyers are typically trying to negotiate. But the other side of it is if you're interviewing agents, uh, that's a common thing people will ask about is what is your sale to list ratio? I think there's so many variables to it, though, that it's really irrelevant and you shouldn't even care about it from that perspective. Um, but I think if you're looking at it from that view, what's important is, well, what was the agent's original expectations, what did they truly think they could get for the house versus, or what did they say they could get for the house versus what they ended up at? And then it's all hearsay. Right. The point is, do not pay any attention to any of the realtor statistics. Yeah. When we do our list to sale price ratio, it is at the original price, which for us most of the time will be at the highest price. And compared- In this market, yeah. In, in, well, in any market, can you think of any home ever that we priced below market value and didn't sell? Oh, didn't sell? Yes. No. Right. So no. when we have that strategy, yes, it sells. I can't think of a single property in the last 12 years where we priced it 
aggressively to get multiple offers, bidding war, whatever you want to call it. Sure we have. And not not sold the home? No, no, no. Sorry. I'm maybe misunderstanding you. Maybe didn't sell. That strategy didn't work, but we we changed the strategy afterwards and still sold. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'm not quite understanding what you're conveying, but... What is going on next door? I don't know. But by the way, <clears throat> teaser, we're moving. Oh, you're so early with this. We weren't going to say anything. We're moving. That's all I said. We're moving. Okay. My rentee. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> the, I can't speak for all real estate boards, but the, the Toronto real estate board does not have a process that accurately calculates this. Stat. No, it's mm-hmm. bullshit. So I listed this property for $2 million. It didn't sell. I lowered it to 1.9 30 days later. still didn't sell. The seller says, get this thing gone because I'm closing on my other home in 60 days and I can't afford to carry both. So we lower it to 1.597. It sells for 1.5. Is my ad going to say sold for 98% of asking or sold for 75%? Well. I've seen people, I've seen listings where they did those you know, several price reductions and then sold for like a literally a dollar, dollar over, over and they they put the sold, sold over, over asking. asking. Yeah. So there's a horse lot of shit. nonsense horse shit out there. A lot of horse shit. Wow. I got him to swear on the <coughs> podcast. So I went back. I wanted to see how accurate the numbers are. So I went back and I took a small sampling because I had to do it individual by looking individually at each listing and looking at the history of it. So I went, I chose Milton for the month of October, detached houses. There's about 36 sales. That's it, eh? Yeah. So I went through every one of them. I pulled the history. I pulled the original selling price off of it. Unless it was, there was a couple where they priced low, tried tried that strategy, didn't work. So in that case, I took the next number that they relisted at, because okay. that's probably, they're realistic. That's a sure. suitable number to choose. The Toronto Real Estate Board stat says that the average um, the average sale to list price ratio for October in Milton for detached homes was 96 point something percent. The true number is uh, 88.4. So an 8% difference. Yeah. And that 8% was price reductions when the home was relisted. Correct. That's a huge swing. Yeah. Massive. So, but a lot of people You're are- You're talking about a $100,000 swing. Yeah. But a lot of agents are pulling their own stats using this system and right. telling real, or telling homeowners, hey, this is, this is my sale to list rate, price ratio. Well, no, it's not. It's actually significantly less. So sucker of a homeowner is going to end up selling for significantly less than they expect. And if they base their decision on that. Right. I think a decent question. Okay, well, let me actually turn this over as a roundtable discussion or cross-table discussion. As a homeowner interviewing potential listing agents. We've talked about this in previous podcasts, but when it comes to numbers, yeah, we've talked about show me your marketing, go and visit their homes. I don't know what episode we talked about that on, but it wasn't that long ago. 
in terms of numbers, are there anything, is, is there anything specifically that you would want to know from that realtor? From like a stats perspective? From a numbers perspective. Like how many homes did you sell in 2023? I would ask those things. But not weight them but very I heavily? I would put very little weight on that decision. My my decision would be based on the services they offer, the effort they're putting into marketing. Effort. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? Because I say this to I mean, the measurable people. effort. Like people will you know, talk to their blue in the face telling you how much, you know, they'll do behind the scenes. But I'm talking of like how much are they, how much skin do they have in the game? What are they actually willing to do to get your house sold? Because there's a lot of people out there that they don't really care. They just want to put signs on lawns. And if they have no money invested in it, they're just going to sit and wait until either the listing expires or it sells and they get lucky. There was a statistic that came across my desk where there are 87,000 registered members with the Toronto Real Estate Board. And when the stats finally come out for 2023, it finds that 60% of them, so like 50,000 agents on the Toronto Real Estate Board, won't register a single deal in 2023. Right. Of the balance of them, 20% will do five to 10 deals. And then the other 5% does more than 10 deals. And a small portion of 1%, it's like half of 1%, which luckily we fall within, do the bulk of the business. You're talking like 25 deals plus. Right. So that becomes a factor. <laughs> like you didn't sell an, a home the entire year. Yeah. It's a good question to ask. Having said that, Over the years when we have new realtors, obviously a little bit different for a team because you're backed by the team, you have that experience, the brand, the marketing, the processes, all of that. But even if you are are a standalone realtor right now, you might actually work harder for that business and have more hunger and drive and more motivation to sell that property than somebody that's been in the business, you know, 10 years and making hundred grand a year because sure. of repeat and referral business, whatever, right? So, yeah. Well, I mean, we recently were, we experienced a transaction with a uh, uh, recognized, experienced agent, and they were very lazy. And um, I would... Just one? Well, I don't One in particular that I'm thinking of. Um, you know, been in the business a long time, maybe complacent and comfortable, just not putting in the effort anymore or ever. I don't know. Uh, versus somebody, especially if they're on a team, you get a young, hungry person that's on a team uh, where you have the people and processes in place. Like, right. pretty good chance that you're going to be successful with the sale. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope, that was it. I think the point of that is don't pay attention to the stats. And take them with a grain of salt if you do. And they're also very delayed, right? Like by the time the stats come out, the market's changed dramatically. So depending on what you're looking at. Well, the market's changing every week, if not every few days, even every day. Yeah. 
look at the condo market in Milton, what's happened in the last few months, one sale can disrupt many, many, many listings. Yeah. Anyway, don't focus on the stats, folks. Focus on the person, focus on their effort, the process, the marketing, all of those things. And if anybody from any of the governing bodies that includes the Real Estate Council of Ontario, all of the boards, can you fix this fucking thing? Like, can you get us more accurate stats so we can actually use them and be proud of them? And like, you think about sports teams. It's very specific, accurate stats. Like, I'm a hockey fan. Yeah, the they, problem is there's too many too many people and too many bodies and organized bodies. And The NHL has a lot of hands in, in the pot, too. But if you want to know how many minutes Mitch Marner held the puck last night, they can tell you that exactly. How many assists? How many goals? How many goals in the third period? How many overtime goals? How many game-winning goals? Like, And it's extremely specific. Does Mitch Marner... Play first base. And that's a wrap. <laughs> See you next week for Christmas. Ciao. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this episode of KT Confidential. If you did, leave a comment, subscribe, hit the bell. Have a great day.